Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about an important, actually a really important, thyroid lab test, and that is the TSH, otherwise known as the thyroid stimulating hormone. We'll get into more a little bit of a, the specifics in just a second. But today I want to focus on the difference between having a suppressed TSH and a low TSH. So these are both quantified, these are both um, values that can be given to this particular hormone and they mean different things for your body. And there's a lot of confusion about these topics, so I wanna explain them to you. We'll talk about the risk associated with each one, um, what sort of TSH you should be aiming for, and more. So if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist and I specialize in treating people with thyroid conditions, helping people with other hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But today we're talking about the thyroid. So, and as I mentioned, we're gonna be talking about a specific test called the TSH or the thyroid stimulating hormone. Now, if you are somebody who has thyroid disease, there's no doubt in my mind that you know what the TSH test is. It's what doctors use traditionally to measure the entire thyroid function in your body. Now, I do not recommend that. Um, I do think the TSH is an important test to get, but if you are only ordering the TSH and not ordering any other tests, then you are doing something wrong. But I do still want to talk about it because there are going to be many people here who you know, their doctor won't order other tests, so all they have is the TSH. And then not only that, but there's a lot of confusion about how to interpret the TSH. So a lot of people are scared if, they, if their TSH gets a little low. There are a lot of people who think that, they're, that the TSH should just be suppressed, and that's just naturally what should happen. So we're gonna talk about these two things. And remember, before we jump in, just so you are aware, we are talking about your TSH in the setting of taking thyroid medication. So this is not the same thing as if you are not taking thyroid medication and your TSH is low um, from that. So that would indicate a state of hyperthyroidism, that your body's in a hyperthyroid, hyperthyroid state and for some other cause inside your body is causing it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about medication which is impacting the TSH because as you take thyroid medication, the TSH will always go down, okay? It will go down <clears throat> proportionally to the amount of thyroid medication that you take. The more thyroid medication you take, the lower your TSH will get. And if you continue to do this, eventually your TSH will become suppressed. So this is what we're talking about. We're talking about artificially reducing that TSH to two different points. So let's talk about these different points and we'll compare the two, talk about the risks and so on. So a lot of people are scared to have their TSH go low because they believe that that will put them in what's called a hyperthyroid state. So we know that people who normally have a TSH that is low without taking any thyroid medication are considered to be hyperthyroid, meaning their thyroid medication is too high. Um, so a lot of doctors and patients actually too, they believe that if their TSH is low, similar to what you would find in the natural hyperthyroid state, that they are also hyperthyroid. But I'm here to tell you that that is not true necessarily. It sometimes can be true, but it isn't guaranteed it isn't guaranteed that if your TSH is low, that you are going to be hyperthyroid or that you are hyperthyroid. You can absolutely have a low or suppressed TSH even and still have hypothyroid symptoms. And your body can only be hyperthyroid or hypothyroid. It cannot be both. Different tissues can be, can be uh, one or the other. Um, like for instance, if you take too much, well, let's not even get into that. That'll just probably confuse you. But consider yourself, consider generally that your body is either in a hypothyroid state or a hyperthyroid state. So if your TSH is low and you have low thyroid symptoms, you are not hyperthyroid. It's impossible to have those two things be together. You are, you are either one or the other. So just think about that. Um, so let's talk about the low TSH. So now that we've kind of got that out of the way and I've shown you that a low TSH doesn't guarantee that you are hyperthyroid, let's talk about what it is. Because a lot of people 
a lot of patients are past that point of which I just mentioned, that they're concerned that their TSH is low, um, and they believe that the TSH should just naturally be low. And uh, by the way, if you go to your doctor as well, they might scare you into thinking that there are long-term consequences associated with one or the other, which we'll also talk about in a minute. So a low TSH is defined as anything which is less than the, the low end of the reference range that's provided by um, all, or on your thyroid lab test. So if you look at the reference range that, um, just go get out your thyroid labs and look at what the range is for, your, for the TSH. You'll see something like probably 0.5 to 5.5. That'll be the range. And if you're anywhere in between this area, you're said to be normal, right? And so all I'm saying is that if you are less than the low end of that range, which in, which in my case is 0.5, yours might be 0.3 or 0.4, but it'll be pretty close to 0.5, um, then you are considered to be low. So as an example, if your TSH is 0.4 or 0.3, that would be considered a low TSH. On the flip side, a suppressed TSH indicates that your TSH is no longer measurable. So it's often read as something which is less than some value. So normally if you have a suppressed TSH, it'll be something like less than 0.001 or less than 0.005 or something similar. Basically what the lab is saying is, hey, your TSH is so low, we can't even detect it. It's less than the, the most sensitive amount that we can detect. And so it could be much lower than that, it could be non-existent, we don't know, but it's, it's really, really, really low. So most people consider the low TSH to be dangerous and they also consider the suppressed TSH to be dangerous, um, but that's not necessarily true. In fact, we know that having a low TSH really isn't associated with any risks, um, long-term risks, I should say. Now, there are people who, when they have a low TSH, will have hyperthyroid symptoms. So remember I just said before, it doesn't guarantee that you are hyperthyroid if your TSH is low, but some people are sensitive. Um, some people like TSH, feel better when their TSH is 1.0 or 1.5 or something like that. Um, so some people absolutely can and do experience hyperthyroid symptoms when their TSH is low, but it isn't dangerous. Um, all you got to do is adjust your medication, uh, reduce the dose, and those symptoms will go away. Um, so there's no long-term consequences of having this low TSH. And by the way, I'm, I'm talking about looking at medical studies that have evaluated people that have um, low TSH for a long period of time. There just really isn't any risk except for how you feel. But again, that's not, a, that's not a, a serious risk. That just means you might have a little bit of jittery sensation or heart palpitations or something like that. And those will just go away once you adjust your dose. They aren't gonna harm you for having a TSH that low. But let's talk about the suppressed TSH. So remember, I defined it as some value which, you're, which can't even be um, accurately measured by, the lab, by, the, by your lab company or whoever's testing your labs. Now, surely there are some increased risks associated with that compared to the low TSH. And the answer is yes, there are some risks. So I'm gonna talk about these. So let me get through them and then I'll explain to you why they're probably not as serious as you may think. So one of those is atrial fibrillation and the other one is osteoporosis. So atrial fibrillation is a heart condition. So there are some, uh, well, there is an increased risk of developing this condition, a heart condition, if your TSH is low for a long period of time. And there is a risk of developing bone loss, which is what osteoporosis is, if you have a suppressed TSH. So what doctors are really scared of is they believe that everyone, 100% of thyroid patients who have a suppressed TSH will guarantee develop these conditions. But that isn't actually what happens. Yes, it does increase your risk of developing these conditions, but it does not guarantee just because your TSH is suppressed that they will get there. Furthermore, there's a big difference in terms of the degree of suppression which you could have. So let me give an example. Imagine I suppress your TSH by giving you 100 micrograms of level thyroxine. That's not a huge dose. Now imagine I gave you 500 micrograms of level thyroxine. 
So this one is much bigger, but both of them cause the same thing, which is your body just says, hey, we can't detect what's there. Well, the lab company says that because the TSH is so low, but surely there's a difference in terms of how these will affect your body. And that is true. So you can't just look at this and say, a suppressed TSH, it's dangerous 100% of the time. It's the thing that we have to avoid. And I know this because we actually have thyroid patients who have had thyroid cancer who want their TSH to be suppressed. So doctors will say, okay, it's okay for you to have a suppressed TSH because we don't want to risk the cancer coming back, but it's not okay for anyone else, which doesn't really make sense. But the good news is we can look at those patients and determine if they have any consequences as a result of that TSH suppression. And we really don't see a lot of consequences. We do see an increased risk for these things, but there's absolutely no guarantee. Um, and taking that one step further, if you are premenopausal, um, if you're premenopausal, then these risks are even lower. So if you are, generally that's like around age 50 to 51, I think is the average age that women go into menopause. But if you have that, you have the protective effects of estrogen on your bones um, and on your heart. And so the risks are basically very limited. Um, however, they are real and they are potentially there. So you need to figure out if it's worth it for you in your case to have a suppressed TSH or if you're okay with that. Um, and you should do that by talking to your doctor, but make sure they're educated on what I've just described here. Because if they are not, um, you know, then, you, you may potentially have a problem. So that brings us to the last question, which is, okay, I get all this stuff, but then what should my TSH goal be? Well, I'm, I'm really here to tell you that there really isn't a goal necessarily that you should be shooting for. Like for instance, I wouldn't say everyone with thyroid conditions should aim for a TSH of 1.0 or 1.5 or 0.5. It really doesn't work that way because of everything that I just described here. So instead, what I recommend is don't be afraid if your TSH is low, but definitely don't shoot for a suppressed TSH. So what this will do is this will make sure that you are sufficiently getting enough thyroid hormone through your medication, but also limiting your risk. So that's really how I would think about it. I'll have another video coming out that has some more guidelines on that, but that's generally how I would recommend you guys look at it. So again, don't be afraid if your TSH goes low. Remember defined as less than the low end of the re reference range, 0.05, but try not to have your TSH being in the suppressed range, which is which you'll know because it shows that modification of less than some value. So like less than 0.001 or less than 0.005 or something similar. It just depends on which one you're using. So aim for low, but don't shoot for suppressed. But again, suppressed may make sense in certain situations. So that's really how I would think about it. But I want to hear from you guys too. So have you been testing your TSH frequently? Where do you fall? Is your TSH normal? Is it low? Is it suppressed? Where do you fit on this spectrum? I know this is a little bit of a more complex and complicated topic, but I still think it's important for you guys to understand um, and know the difference between these two entities because they are not the same. So let me know about what your TSH is. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you download my free thyroid PDF resources. You can see uh, that information and the link to get them below in the comment section. I have tons of helpful resources to help thyroid patients um, feel better, lose weight, manage their symptoms, etc. So I think you'll find that information helpful if you like this. Um, and otherwise, that's all I have. So leave your comments below and I will see you guys in the next one.